And joining us now for market analysis, Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX. Arlen, as we start the week on Monday, it's uh, pretty quiet. Not uh, That's not something that we uh, wouldn't expect here as we're getting closer to Christmas. I know soybeans a little higher, corn a little lower with wheat as well. Meantime, uh, the cattle trade looking pretty good. Let's start with the grains, though. Any notes for you as we watch the holiday malaise kind of set into the markets? Yeah, corn and wheat is really lacking a story to provide support at this point. We got the bump after the uh, Federal Reserve meeting, but now the uh, Fed members seem to be coming out and saying, oh, wait a minute, you misinterpreted us, and uh, we're not, we may not be done uh, with our quantitative tightening and our rate. Uh, being holding up at this level for a while. So a uh, little bit of, uh, uh, of perhaps sobering reality there for the commodities who had hoped that we'd have a change in sentiment following that meeting to, uh, and finally get away from this uh, commodity deflation story we've been in over the last 20, 21 months or so. Uh, soybeans, uh, we've, we've traded both sides of unchanged and it's largely been trying to maintain some weather premium until we learn more about anticipated rains coming in the last half of this week into early next week and whether they're truly going to happen this time are they truly going to provide the relief we need or are they going to leave us wanting once again we're in the critical pod fill stage for the earlier soybeans right now so this is a critical time for them in determining what our production is going to be in center west brazil where it's been so, uh, so dry and, and hot actually as well but not enough evidence to suggest a sustained rally at this point. So even though we've seen strength in soy mill where demand remains good, we've seen a bounce in soy oil prices. Soybeans themselves have really struggled to try to sustain any bounce until we know more about actual losses in Brazil. On the cattle side, I mentioned a decent day there Monday. It looks like traders are attacking the market with a little vigor, but we do have a cattle on feed report coming up at the end of the week, Arlen. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, as we look at last week's data, we did see cash trade generally a little bit weaker, but not as weak as what maybe we feared it might be. And so that's the good news in the Southern Plains, mostly around $170, down 50 cents to a dollar versus the prior week. But when we look at the slaughter totals last week, 649,000 head, that was a top of, uh, on the top end of estimates and several plants added Saturday kills as well. That's up about from a about 635,000 the prior week and 622,000 same week last year. Then if you add in the heavier carcass weights we have right now, record carcass weights of late, weekly beef production of 547 million pounds was up 5.7% from the same week last year and actually our largest beef production week of the year. So that's actually encouraging to the markets because it means maybe we're going to finally move through this uh, near-term push of product and numbers and uh, kind of improve our situation down the road. So we're seeing some strength come back to the cattle market on ideas that maybe we finally hit the bottom in this market. Crude oil has been up around 2% on the day as well on Monday. Any thoughts for you in that energy sector here as we kind of watch that market head towards the end of the year? 
Iranian-backed Houthis have been hitting civilian ships or targeting them anyway in the Red Sea. The Red Sea is where ships that are either heading to the Suez Canal or coming from the Suez Canal are moving freight. And a large portion of our world's uh, freight moves through the Suez Canal, particularly in trade between Europe and China. And now we're seeing, because of the Panama Canal water levels being so low, we're seeing uh, most of the grain going from the Gulf Coast here in the United States to our key Southeast Asian markets moving through that area. Well, the Iranian-backed Houthis have been targeting these ships, and so container ship freight ships have been saying, we're not going to go there. We're going to go around the southern end of Africa, increasing the costs and the delays, and that is also affecting energy prices. That's why we're seeing energy go up, because energy ships, crude oil ships, have also now started to become a target. The question is, will that also start affecting grain ships? that are going through there because of the Panama Canal um, not being an option for them now. And so that's what the grain markets are watching, not really reacting to it at this point, except maybe the soybeans a little bit. But it's something to keep an eye on, what happens insurance rates on those grain ships. And that is Comments with Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX. Join us for our midday commentary on Monday. Coming up this afternoon, we'll talk with John Heimberg from Total Farm Marketing. We'll also take a look at weather with Eric Snodgrass from Nutrien Ag Solutions. It's going to do it for the Market Talk Midday Commentary for Monday, December 18th. I'm Jesse Allen reporting.